Well, the weather for the whole of the south of England will continue as it has for the next few weeks. It's going to be hot and moist, with temperatures rising steadily as time goes on. There's a chance of steamy moments as we move into the... Ah, sod it. We never wanted to do this. We never wanted to be weathermen and women, making innuendos about hot atmospheres and drizzly countries. We didn't want to be child-friendly. We didn't want to bang on about being for over-18s only. We want to talk about our sexy adventures. We want to be lifestylers, leaping from bush to bush as we sail down the rivers of British sex clubs and mountains of crazy experiences. The cheeky purple mamba, the liquid silk pumped liberally into our hand, the rodeo classic brief harness complete with Tantus curve, the enjoy pure one stainless steel dildo, the hot octopus digit, the ever so short messages on fab swingers, the sexy friends on Twitter, and the mighty vanilla alternative. With my best girlie by my side, we'd swing, swing, swing. Get in the gym or to your car. With our advice, you could go far. We fuck things up and we make mistakes. We talk about our sexy dates. It's getting hard for this to rhyme. Just as well, cause it's bed. Hello and welcome to the Bedhoppers podcast. My name is Mr. H. Hi, Mrs. H. Thank you for joining us today. Today we have a special guest with us and surprise, surprise, it is not me. Wow. <laughs> it didn't take you long, did <laughs> I it? I know, it didn't take me long. It would have been a surprise if the special guest was me because I'm on every episode You're anyway. You're literally like the Messiah. I, I'm not the Messiah, I'm a naughty boy. <laughs> anyway, Mrs. H, who have we got with us today? Oh my goodness, we are welcoming back the lovely Martin. Oh, do you want to give Hello. some more context to that? Hello. He's just Martin, He's just he? Martin, isn't he? <laughs> Everyone knows him as Martin. Everyone knows he's Martin. Uh, <laughs> he's he, he was on that, um, that show we did, that Channel 4 documentary. Oh, yeah. And what else? Uh, and he also came to our social. Yeah. And he was most recently on Kinky Daters. Anything else? Any, any oh, other? I don't know. Uh, what else he's got? Like, have you added to your resume yet? <laughs> you know, what else is going on? Well, I haven't, I haven't added to that resume just yet. How, how are you feeling? You're not actually on television right now. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I'm still on catch up, so it's, it's not too bad. <laughs> I'm still kind of there. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's strange to, to do different, different types of things, and uh, it's just about exploring different things as well. Um, it's funny because I've got a lot of friends that seem to send me things going, apply for this, apply for this, apply for this. What else are we going to see you on? Yeah, I'm come really on. excited. Nothing. I haven't, I've, I've not, I've not agreed to go on to anything else yet. I've not, I've, I've kind of left it where it is for now. One can a year, you, I think is the end. Can you go on Naked Attraction? <laughs> Please go on Naked Attraction. I'm not going on Naked Attraction. <laughs> Why not? Why, Why? What's wrong with Naked you're Attraction? Not, you're not the only ones that said that to me. My brother said that to me. <laughs> Sonia, look, go on this. I'm not going on Naked Attraction. <laughs> it's fine. It'd be amazing. <laughs> I predict he'll be in the green box and they'll choose you. <laughs> why, why wouldn't he be choosing? No, because he'll be in the, one of the boxes that then gets revealed and what? they'll be like, oh my God, it's him. I, I'm oh, why would I not be the one that's choosing? Yeah, that's what... Oh yeah, I didn't think of that. Wait, hang on. Don't we swap it around sometimes No, they, they do a bit of both? Not really, no. Oh, well, you're the one who's choosing then, in which case um, we don't get... Oh no, we do get to see his willy because then they all have to disrobe at the end, don't they? Why, why is it important <laughs> that we see his willy? I think a lot of it comes from the fact that, you know, I'm like a lot of people, I think they won't find a picture of my gentleman sausage online. Oh. 
Wait, no, he's right. There isn't one. <laughs> How much have you looked? <laughs> no, I haven't looked at all. But now I think about it. Yeah, I'm thinking about it, and I haven't. You're definitely. thinking about his Willie, and you haven't seen it. No, no, honestly, I don't think I have. <laughs> I mean, you've paused that TV show that we're on a lot, mostly when you're in it. Shut up, no, I haven't. <laughs> I cringe at the bits where I'm in it. Oh, bless you. Well, Martin, we've brought you on to, to cover a few different things. And the first one that I want to talk about was uh, you're the first person that we've spoken to on air, I believe, and I might be wrong about this, that actually came to our social. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, let's I get the stuff about me out of the way first. Yeah. Thank what you for joining us. Um, how was it for you? He's going to say it shit now and you'll be yeah. like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I was absolutely amazing. I loved every second of it. Yay. Um, you know, for me, for me, a lot of it was to do with the fact that you know, I'd spoken to a lot of people, obviously on live through Twitter or Fab Swingers or whatever platform, um, you know, and to actually see them and meet them face to face after the year and a half we've just had, actually get out and see people again. It was, yeah, it was just such an amazing time. Meeting new people as well that I'd not met before. Yeah, it was just fantastic. Really was a great night. Excellent. So thank you very much for that. First question. Is it true that you coordinated underwear? Ah. <laughs> there is a rumour going around that you did. <laughs> that, that did happen. We coordinated underwear. Now, uh, you know, I... I have a certain subscription. He I'm... obviously also has the same subscription, and <laughs> you know, yeah. So we were like, we have to wear the same. We have to wear the same ones. It would be really not to really, right? <laughs> <laughs> and of course, and obviously from from that, the picture was was born. Exactly that. So, and we're talking about um, LV from uh, his cock, her tail here, and there is a delightful picture of the two of you. In fact, I think there's about twenty pictures. There's a lot of pictures. Of, of of them. Basically, <laughs> you guys in pants. Yeah, I think yeah. Uh, we, we we got obviously on our best behaviour throughout <laughs> the evening, and uh, yeah, I think that was one of the last things. We've got matching pants. We have to take a picture. <laughs> I recall um, being sat down, and they both approached me and said, "Can we? Is it okay if we take a picture? Will we get in trouble?" I was like, "No, you, sh you should go take a picture. That's cool." <laughs> <laughs> they did hide around a corner to do they it, did, which yeah. made it feel sort of nicer for everyone else, but probably a little bit sleazier for them. <laughs> Yeah, possibly. It was a mix, wasn't it? Yeah, but yeah, rather than being right in front of the bar staff going, hey, I'll look, hey! <laughs> Match your pants! Perfect. So my second question, Martin, is were you part of any of the hijinks that went on that night? Uh -huh. uh, I wasn't. I wasn't part of any of that that went on during that evening. Uh, I think it was plain to see by uh, myself and Vanilla Ice's some of our expressions as things were being done. And it was a case of a jaw-dropping moment. Hijinks. Um, Hang on. Are you sitting on a throne of lies? What hijinks no, are you No, I, I was no part of it. The only thing that happened to me all night was my jacket got stolen. Did you actually get your jacket back? I did get it back, although... Uh, yeah, she did try to leave with it after uh, the yeah. hotel incident. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but I managed to get my jacket back. And and she didn't pull a classy move like leaving her phone number inside the jacket. Then <laughs> uh, I don't think it was inside the jacket. Uh, I think it was already in my phone. I think at that point. Um, look at this smooth operator. Look at him, so smooth. <laughs> I'm sure a gentleman never reveals his secrets. Well, of course, because we're going to be talking about some but, of those in a minute. Multiple <laughs> witnesses did see the jacket being stolen and hoarded all night. 
Is this true? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I, I did mind, you know, she was cold, so. How? I don't understand. It was, I was boiling. <laughs> I, I was, I was like, as I'm well. Really I think cold. I walked. Yeah, I walked in and it was like, yep. warm in here. Yeah. Well, that's because um, the yeah. first thing you saw was us two, clearly. Well, of course, obviously. <laughs> there we Although go. He's, he's, you know, smoking. <laughs> Look at him picking up. He's such a smooth devil, isn't he? <laughs> so that was, that was the social. Um, I'm glad that you had a really nice time. Looking back, we met you obviously through the, I say obviously, but not to, not all <laughs> listeners may know that, but we met you on the Swingers TV show that was on channel, whatever it was, channel four, channel four over a year ago now. Before the pandemic. Yeah, this is, we yeah. filmed it before the pandemic. Yes, we did. This is going back some time, right? It really is. And yes, it's February will be approaching two mm-hmm. years in February. We did the filming. Yeah. That's kind of scary. Looking back, yeah. how have things changed since you've done that show? Uh, I think changed, uh, they, they changed a lot to start with. Obviously, you know, especially being a, a single guy on, on Fab Swingers, it, it kind of, you know, hit hit the uh, amount of messages that I got was 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 quite high. Um, and then from that, I got, you know, invites to certain events and certain things. But obviously, you know, being in the pandemic as we were at the time, all of these things kept getting pushed back and pushed back and postponed. And, you know, it... it it just kind of had to try and wait it, wait it out, so to speak. Um, but yeah, I've made from that. I've made a lot of yeah, friends, really good friends, uh, yourselves included. Quite a lot of them, I'd, I'd consider more family now than friends. Um, and that's that's just the way that it's kind of gone because you could only really talk to people online and things like that. You couldn't really you know, go and meet these people in person. You just build up relationships over text messages and and phone calls and things like that instead. Uh, so, but yeah, it's, it's, it's gone really well. Excellent. And looking back at that time, would you do another one? If they, if they picked up the phone and said, would you be on television? We're going to do another Swingers TV show, a follow-on, maybe at a different club? <laughs> I think so. I, th- I think I would. I mean, I'd, I'd, uh, it was great experience doing it. As you know, I've been on Kinky Daters after that, so I quite enjoy going and, and seeing how things work and things behind the scene and all this, that, and the other. And it's a great way for me. It's a great way to kind of show that you know, not all single guys are the same, and but the lifestyle isn't CD and things like that. And it's, you know, it, it's a way of kind of expressing these things out to other people to try and get it into the, the less taboo subjects, shall we say. Mm, absolutely. Would we go on again, dear? I think we would because I think I'd be I'd get your FOMO if I didn't. <laughs> I, I'd get a healthy dose of FOMO and think, oh man, <laughs> it could be really good again. I think the the trick and there was, I would have changed. Yeah, for sure. The, the lack of control is is a difficult one, I think, because yeah. you never know what's going to be shown and how you're going to be portrayed. But at the same point, I kind of, and this sounds a little bit egotistical, but it's coming from me, so people expect that, I guess, <laughs> is that I, I, I wouldn't want other people to go on and make it look bad. Yeah, totally. And in a way, if I'm taking up a slot that makes it look average in any way or better than that, then I feel like I've done my job. Yeah, yeah and I think, that's, that's, I think that's the big thing, obviously, because we know what the lifestyle is. We know, what it's, we know that not everyone is what everyone says they are and this, that, you know, and you don't get keys and bowls and all this, that, the other. To, to sit and watch someone then perhaps portray that or drag we effectively wanted people to see in the mud, it would be a case of I don't want somebody else to, to try and portray it in that way. It's a fantastic lifestyle. You meet so many amazing people. It started out for me to, to make friends and, and all this, you know, and 
I, I just think, yeah, I think I'd be the same as you to see somebody else go in and, and kind of ruin or tarnish what we wanted to try and do and show people. It would be a hard watch and it would kind of take it back to square one again, I think. Mm, I agree. I, I would want, I definitely want to be involved again if I could. Yeah. Even if it's just to try and, again, do what we've been trying to do for so long, which is to like to normalize things a little bit and to give it, you know, a, a better kind of, um, well, a better veneer than what the media will tell you it's like, I suppose. Yeah, I agree. I think it would be good, good to go back in. Have you stayed in touch with people that you've met on the show? Um, obviously, stayed in touch with, with both of you, Yay. obviously. Nice. Um, <laughs> Thank you. I spoke to Malik a little bit after, and then I think there was a few issues. I don't know what kind of happened, but we kind of stopped because we were due to, to go to a few different places. We kind of planned those, and then all of a sudden, it was, what, two weeks, three weeks later, COVID hit, and I think it was three weeks later, we went into lockdown after we actually filmed. Yeah. So that kind of boiled out, but... Um, yeah, we, we're friends on Twitter and things. Um, I think that's it. I think I spoke to, I might have spoke to, I speak to Siobhan every now and again. Oh, um, you know, she's, you know, she's amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So many great stories. <laughs> um, I think that's about it. I don't think, I think it kind of, you know, fizzled out again because of everything that was going on. But yeah, how about yourselves? Do you chat to anyone? Um, we did for, with, with Siobhan for a bit. Um, but again, we, we kind of, we kept to ourselves quite a bit, and I think sort of the on on the night of the show, it was all a bit, bit I suppose, a bit overwhelming, and it was kind of the event, and you know, we were kind of chatting to various people, and then the next day when we had a chance to meet the people that were the stars of the show, we we couldn't hang around as long as we wanted to. So, you know, I don't I don't feel as though we made great connections with everybody that was there. No, and I think even now we're still getting kind of um, so sort of little things coming after it going oh i saw you on that show so even now people are remembering it and putting face to you know show and getting in touch and still reminding us of it so yeah it's quite fascinating because obviously when when people watch it they they are almost assuming that that it was like last night that this happened because obviously <laughs> they're watching television and it's been out so many times since <laughs> isn't it on repeat yeah, so people does. are still continuing to watch it and put their, their sort of thoughts out there so it keeps on yeah i found out the other day it's not on no uh, it's not on 4od anymore is it not Oh. No, someone at some, uh, either at New Lifestyle work, he was like, oh, I, don't, I haven't watched it. And I, was like, <laughs> I was like, it's not on there anymore. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I've got the fight, but, you know, it's not yeah. on the telly anymore. No. Um, but it's funny, actually, a funny story, actually, because it was because of uh, my honesty during my second interview for the company I work for currently, because of that, I came, they said, you know, this to me on the second interview, what, uh, what do you do, you know, what do you do in your spare time? What hobbies have you got? I said, well, I'm a swinger. I go to swinging clubs and make friends and all this, that, and the other. And I thought I had to say it because, you know, in case they saw me on the telly. Yeah. So, it, and it was because of my honesty, straight up honesty then, that it was that that got me the job. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's quite interesting because, I mean, I, I had a conversation with colleagues from work quite recently and they sort of said they were talking about hobbies and sort of things. And it came up and a few of the team that I work on now didn't didn't know about the, the, the thing and I hadn't mentioned it to them because... Because I really hadn't had chance to, I suppose, sit in a room with them because of COVID. Yeah. And, you know, it's the first time the team got together. And of course, it, you know, it's, they were like, oh, has anyone ever been on TV? And every head swiveled around to me like a <laughs> fucking raptor, you know. <laughs> and they're like, oh, what were you on TV for, Simon? And I'm like, uh, yeah, let me just explain this. Passes the popcorn, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, but what's been really fascinating from, from that, I've been able to talk a lot about um, diversity and inclusion and 
things like sort of pride. We've mm. been able to do some interesting articles at work where we've talked about uh, Mrs. H's bisexuality and talk about uh, non-monogamy a little bit. So it's actually been quite a fascinating um, open up, really, having had those further conversations. And it's not that it's been hidden from anybody because you really can't. It was on national TV. So my assumption is that, uh, you know, people probably know, but obviously not everyone watches Channel 4 and everyone, not everyone's going to tune into that one program. But it, yeah, it's been a, it's been a it's been a funny old ride since. And you've had Mrs. H has had lots of sort of opportunities to yeah. talk about bisexuality and pride and all these kind of things at her work as well. Yeah, definitely. It's um, it's it's definitely brought things which which I hoped to the forefront and made them more normal and you know done away with some of those horrible stereotypes that everyone has. Yeah, and I think that that's the thing. And I think that was one of the main reasons why I wanted to do it is the fact that you know I just wanted to get people out of that whole stereotype of what they assume it to be which it isn't and that's the whole point why i wanted to take part in the show and i think i think to be fair i think they did i think they did do a relatively good job with 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 you know the, the footage that they had i i think so and and we, you know we've discussed this before on the show i think there's there's things that i would change and there's things that i would tweak but i think broadly it was i, I think the most we you know, could hope for is that it wasn't a negative view of it overall. And I certainly yeah. didn't come away with the impression that it was really detrimental to the, to the lifestyle and the hobby that we, we've all got. But this wasn't your only TV appearance, Martin. I know, I want to hear about Kinky Daters. <laughs> so how the hell did this come up? Where, yeah. where, where, how, why? Tell us. Well, it was a, one of those messages I received from, uh, from a friend of mine. And, oh, have a look at this. You should try, have a look at this, apply for this. So I was like, well, let's give it a go. Let's see what it's about. I didn't realize at first, as per the advert, until I started doing it, that it was actually a dating show, effectively. You know, so I, I didn't realize that, but I'd filled it all in, followed the process as you do. And then, yeah, I got, I got contacted from them, talk, you know, wanting to talk about, you know, the, the, the kink and things like that. And obviously, I made it clear that I'd been on the swingers documentary yeah and effectively that was kind of the kink so to speak yeah uh you know but obviously you can't put that as a necessary kink so it why was, can't you, you put know, that as a kink i don't know um i think it's because it's such a broad thing there's so many different kind of kinks that can be explored through swinging that i think it was difficult to kind of put it into one context for a show a dating type show okay so and obviously i, I told them the fact that you know I, I i'm well like a bit i'm a bit of a switch you know mm -hmm. i'd like you know to dominate and effectively be dominated and yeah they were oh, fantastic yes we'll, we'll, we'll definitely go from there and i was like okay no, that's fine so <laughs> it happened quite quick it was a bit of a whirlwind type thing because they were trying to get it uh, the time frame that they had because it was a pilot and uh yeah before i know it the uh, producers here he sat on me couch on a Tuesday night, I think it was, and he's, he, I think he arrived at about eight, and I think we were sat here chatting till about 11.30 at night. So <laughs> we really got on, and yeah, and he kind of went from there, really. Oh, cool. And so was it filmed over a day? Was it a couple of days? So it was, um, yeah, it was filmed over one day. Yep. Um, it was in, so I went down, I think I went down to London on a, Tuesday, Wednesday, something like that. I went down to, um, and then filmed, stayed over the night, the night before. And then the day after that, I was up early. We were doing our day of filming and 
started off obviously with uh, filming a bit of me and 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 the whole scene and stuff like that and within the the, the bar area and then yeah it just followed on um originally i was supposed to have three dates okay so i was supposed to have three dates and then see how each date goes and then if they like me and want to go into the the, the, the playroom then i get to shoot but because of the, the covid restrictions at the time i had to take a, a PCR test before, yeah. uh, which they paid for. I then had to have a PCR test on arrival to the hotel. And then I had to have one the morning before filming. So there was lots of obviously tests going on to make sure that everyone was clean. And two people that I was supposed to be meeting on that dating, obviously they, they, I think they, they might have failed, but they could because of restrictions. So I ended up only having one date. Um, a bit disappointed when you go to expect three. Well, you go to expect three and you get one. But no, that was you know, it was good. It went well. We had a you know it was a, it was a good time and we sat and had a good chat. And like like most filming, as you're aware, there's lots of waiting around. <laughs> yeah. And can you just do that again, but slower or faster or with more gusto? Yeah. Or... Eat this crumpet again. Yeah. Aww. So you didn't. Yeah, it wasn't so much. In that respect, but because of obviously the type of show it was and what was going to happen after um, on the same day, it was a case of I have a date that lasts about half an hour, an hour, and then I'd have to wait. I waited for about four or five hours God. until, and because they needed to make sure that she was making the right decision, yeah. that she, it, wasn't any, it wasn't forced and she could take the time and really go through it. There was an expert there. To, so that they could walk her through it and stuff like that. And we went over. I helped the guys, the, the production team, dress the kind of scene, the playroom, oh, yeah. um, so to speak. You know, I was over there with them, spending time with them, helping them dress it, put things out. Because some of the stuff that was used was my own things. So some of the, the, the cuffs and things like that, they were mine. I So they were used for me. Available um, on eBay for <laughs> <laughs> TV used props. Slightly used yeah. props. <laughs> Not washed once. They're worth more that way. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, hopefully make a bit of money. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, and then I walked over with her, you know, we went over um, before she made the decision so she could walk in and see the environment, see what it was like. And, you know, and then she made, the she didn't want to do it, but she didn't want to do it. She wanted to do it fully clothed, which is fine. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, that's not a problem. Makes it a bit more difficult when you've got the sensory things to use and you've got very limited amount of skin. Yeah. But I still had like the inside of her knees and thighs and neck and things like that. Yeah. Quite a few of the more sensitive areas. And then, yeah, she decided yes. And we went over and did the, the whole, the next stage, shall we say. And how was that? Cause I guess, was it, was it more performative? Was it genuine? What was the, the feeling of that? It's, it's strange because normally when you do it in that kind of a context, if it's not in your own bedroom or you're doing it in a club, yeah. uh, for instance, there, there's still lots of people about watching it. Like that. So there is always a kind of a level of performance to any kind of thing like that. Yeah. Uh, but it was, it was weird. It was quite strange. I think I, for the difficulty I found was obviously having her fully clothed in that respect. She didn't have to, she wouldn't have to have been completely naked, you know, or just down to lingerie or something like that. It would be fine. There would be more areas to, to stimulate. But 
yeah, it was still strange to watch kind of people about and, you know, some people were taking photos and, and, you know, whereas before when, when it was the documentary, none of that kind of happened. I'd obviously, me and Malika didn't play in the playroom. We went back to mm. our rooms. So, yeah. you know, it was, it was a, a nerve wracking to start with, but it kind of soon eased in to be fair. And yeah, the first part was. She wasn't blindfolded to start with and I was going through what each thing is and from kind of scaling it up, especially after seeing her reaction to the pinwheel that she thought <laughs> was something from Saw, um, <laughs> which can be quite daunting to look at it. And then, yeah, and then we went from there and the claw and, and things like that. And, and then I blindfolded her and we went from there again and you know, I went through all the toys and kind of using a couple of different ones at a time, each time and things. And, I think we were there for probably same as, you know, what you'd expect. We were there for probably about two hours, um, you know, kind of using different things and playing around. And obviously, you know, they have to cut it short. Yeah. So a lot of it was kind of missed, but no, I, I, yeah, I, I loved it. I just <laughs> like kind of who wouldn't, who wouldn't love something like that. <laughs> Did you get to hang out with the other, the other people on the show? No. So the day before. I think it was the pup play was the day before mm. mine. Yep. Aww. So they'd all turned up and they, they said that was a fantastic time. And I was speaking to the producer. He said it was fantastic. Everyone was kind of in awe and, you know, it was amazing. It was a great day. And then the day before that was the dominatrix. Mm. Um, so I was kind of the third, same as the, the kind of showing the way it was shown on TV. I was the third in line. So I didn't really get to meet any of them. Oh, well, it wasn't until the next day I found out though, that we were kind of still in the same, we were in the same hotel. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were in the same hotel the night before. Or, and, yeah. You could have found the pup, pup folks just by the barking in the hotel room, man. You'd have been no problem. I, I, I think they were off busy shopping in Soho. They, <laughs> they'd, uh, they'd gone off shopping because it was all filmed in London. So they all went off shopping the next day. <laughs> Mother truckers, and you had to sit around by yourself in a hotel. Well, so what happened afterwards? Did you get to hang around with this girl, or or is it a gentleman never tells situation? No, I I I I spent a bit of time with her after. Okay, Um, you know they were ever so great because they were you know, drop food and things like that, and constantly asking if I wanted food and all this all this kind of thing. So we start. We had uh, I had five guys because you know it's amazing. Um, Ah, what did you have five guys? Uh, you, she's so pleased with herself with that joke. <laughs> I haven't actually. Uh, true story, just a segue. I've never had five guys. Well, we may have it on Friday. Oh, really? Yeah. Who have you got coming around? No, no. We're, uh, uh, I was going to say, is, is, that, is that because we got cock blocked by the jury's in? <laughs> yeah, probably. Probably. No, we are on, on Friday. We are off to, and this will be in the past for listeners, but we are off to see Eternals. Going to go see a Marvel film. Very nice to be back in the cinema. And oh, there is a yeah, five, there is five guys five there. Guys so there, right. looks like you may get that five guys fantasy after all, dear. Oh my goodness. I could have five guys. <laughs> in and around your mouth. In and around my mouth whilst I'm watching Kit Eternals. Harrington or whoever it is. <laughs> anyway, I've never had five guys. Yeah, there we go. Just so I was going to watch that this weekend as well. Oh, really? There we go. Mm. Are you yeah, going to have five guys as well? We get the birthday celebration, so it's Ooh. my birthday next Tuesday. Oh, happy Aww. birthday. Well, on the 9th. On the 9th. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Everyone wish Martin a very happy birthday. Again, this will be in this the future, be, in yeah, the past. Uh, this will be after this point, but, you know, you retroactively. You might get belated birthday gifts. Belated, <laughs> belated, belated, belated birthday, birthday wishes. 
That sounds really kinky, doesn't it? That doesn't it? sound terrible. No, it doesn't. No, no. It doesn't sound terrible at all. Exactly. That's like a great night. <laughs> <laughs> so you had your five guys. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So I had five guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we just we, we spent a bit of time chatting and, and yeah, having a bit of a, a kind of get to know each other properly type situation of actually talking where there's no cameras and oh, cool. you know, that kind of thing. And then she was staying the night, but I had to come back. So I had to travel back late that night. So I think I left there at about half 11 at night, I think, by the time all the oh, filming wow. had been done. But yeah, so we, uh, it was, i tell you what it was actually, it was England, Germany, quarter, it was the uh, Euros, England, oh, Germany, that's when it was filmed. Okay. This um, means nothing to I me, but... Because I, no, I remember well, I that. remember because I got stuck on the motorway on the way back on the M1. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, bless you, man. And have you stayed in touch? Yeah, no, we, we still text. We still message and stuff. She's on, uh, she's on Twitter. Oh, cool. Um, so, oh, you know, we, we kind of talk through there. But yeah, no, she's, uh, she's really nice. She's a lovely, lovely girl. We got really well. So we'll just have to uh, kind of see, see what happens from there, really. Oh, fantastic. The final bit that we want to cover with you and, and, one of the things that we we've thought about whilst chatting to you and 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 meeting you is that you are absolutely one of the best representations of single guys in the lifestyle that we've ever met and seen and heard from. And well, thank you very much. You're, you're very welcome. And I think there is a lot that can be learned from listening to how you handle yourself and how you deal with things in the lifestyle because the amount of um crappy messages that we get, the amount of people asking us for advice, all this kind of stuff. Often the single guys let themselves down. And I don't think, I don't think I'm generalizing too much, but I think most of them have been probably some of the worst messages I'm that we've had. I'm just going to straight up put it out there. Like what, why, why do you think single men in a lifestyle have such a bad rap? Cause that is basically like they do, they have a terrible reputation and unfortunately, it is because the majority of them do seem to behave like complete meat flutes. You just answered your own question. No, I want to know <laughs> like why, from his perspective, people like they they are. Why do you think they get such a terrible reputation? I think yeah, I think you've, you've I think you've hit the nail on the head. I think it is because let's be honest, the single guy is, is a very niche market. Yeah, we're not mm. we're not for everyone's company. We're not what everybody's looking for. You know, not a lot of couples want a single guy or that kind of situation or that kind of scenario. So. What doesn't help is you'll find that you'll probably find 90% of the guys that actually send a message are probably sat there at that moment in time where they're clocking their hat. <laughs> and that's, that's the reality. That would um, certainly explain the typing and the spelling. <laughs> <laughs> and the blurry shots. <laughs> it's because what they're doing is they're wiping, oh, they're wiping the screen at the same time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I, th- I think one thing for me, I think the one thing that lets a lot of single guys down is they will send a message when they're horny. Uh, and that takes away every kind of perception, any kind of coherence that they might have or, um, you know, any understanding because all they want is they just want that quick little, quick mm-hmm. little jerk off and job done. And if, if they are fortunate enough potentially to get a meet, you know, you'll find then out of that 90% that started sending messages, you might get 5% that gets replies that are, you know, interested in meeting. And out of that 5%, you might find that only 1% actually turn up because they're not horny anymore. <laughs> and that's, and I, unfortunately, that effectively, I think that's the reality of it. And, and that's what lets a lot, of, a lot of single guys down is the fact that that, that kind of happens. And I, this is one of my, it's one of the things that I've always done is, is I kind of stick to the fact that I never send the first message because it's very hard for a single guy to stand out anyway. 
in any any way, shape, or form. So I spent the time with my Fab Swingers profile, just similar to my Twitter. I spend the time trying to make it as stand out as I can in my photos and doing different things and and that kind of thing and make people want to approach me rather than me having to try and approach mm-hmm. however many people. With Fab Swingers, I spent a lot of time in the forums. I think what helped me was was my first experience of, of the lifestyles in Gran Canaria. I found myself sat around tables with like 30, 40 people and we're all having a drink, drink, we're all having a laugh, we're having a chat. So I learned a lot. From, of the lifestyle from these people from all different walks of life, you know, some single guys, couples, quite a lot of couples, single females, and and I got a lot of understanding. That was my, and I think that was within the, within the first what, two months of me joining Fab Swingers. So I learned a lot very early on, and I think if people want to learn this and learn how to maybe approach couples or single females or anybody, get yourself to these kind of Get yourself to a club. Now the clubs are all open again. Get yourself to a club. Just sit there, talk to people and, and take in what they're saying, you know, and learn from it. I think there is there is a trick to it, I think. And it's definitely, you're absolutely right to sort of observe and, and sort of see what's going on and sort of take the time to understand how people people work. And all too often, I mean, we, you know, we've been to some clubs where, where the, the single guys that are there basically follow you around with a cock out. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. you, you know, and... I've got to wonder, has that tactic ever worked for anybody? <laughs> Genuinely, like, does, is that... Yeah, what, what is the hit ratio with that? Do yeah. they ever actually land anywhere with it? I mean, to be fair, he's probably hitting quite a lot of things, but <laughs> yeah. someone wants to hit him, I think that's the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, and sometimes you do reply to messages, don't you? And you say, dude, genuinely, are you, do you find this approach that you're adopting in these messages to be successful? Really? Like... Sit and think about it. Do you ever actually get a message back saying, you know what? I was literally just thinking I would like to see a picture of a cock. Thank you. <laughs> and I think that's it. It goes back to it goes back to what I was saying earlier. You know, you won't find a picture of my cock online. You know, it's not in my Fab Swingers profile. It's not on any of my Twitter profiles. It's not even like, in channel fucking four. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's close, but it's not. <laughs> no, just my ass, by a few times, I think. Um, just think, you know. There are some things that left to mystery. I don't think I've ever even sent one via via messaging from Fab Suites, if I'm honest. Wow! Um, because at the end of the day, you want to see you want you want to you want to find out you want to you know you want to see me and you know you want to see what's in my pants. Then you know my little gentleman sausage. Then by all means, <laughs> meet me. Just don't you know? I'm not going to send you random pictures because how do I know that you are who you say you are to start with? And I think for me, would I be happy with my family seeing a picture of my cock online? I was going to say it's a good point, but then I thought there's a pun in that. (laughs) (laughs) But selling them for for a tenner, a a pop signed pictures on eBay was an absolute work of genius. (laughs) <laughs> it, it Couple does, more, I am, in retirement. Yeah, I am staggered by how many men literally they do, they either follow they they lead with this picture or they very quickly like this is my cock. I think it's the the profile pictures yeah. of, of just a cock that so I'm I have some I'm really surprised. Really, well, it's not yeah. even that. I think it's does it that, define you? No, but you you play to your audience. It's mm. it's like gonna see a Rolling Stones concert, and if all they played was new hits. 
no one no one would stay there like and the same Mad. thing if you if, if all you can do is just shove a picture of a cock there as your profile mm. no one's gonna like honestly i i, I cannot fathom how many people respond to those pictures no. like i mean it must be some people must yeah otherwise they wouldn't do it but but for the vast majority of people that we've spoken to on our adventures it's almost like an instant block if someone sends you a message and their profile is a dick pic yeah the majority of people do seem to be quite weary of this strange approach so you've got to wonder why they keep doing it yeah see i had i had uh, i had my very first one beginning of this year i think it was my very first dick pic sent to me oh, you really? had a dick pic uh, sent to you God. Yeah, yeah, to me. Um, on Fab Swingers, I think I actually posted the chat on Twitter and I, I, I just merely asked him, I said, look, I want to educate myself because I don't do it myself. I, I, what are you expecting to happen from sending me that picture? Mm. And his response was, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least he's honest. <laughs> but, and that's it. But it baffled me. I was like, you don't know. What do you expect me to say when you send me? I mean, first of all, you can see my profile. It says straight. Second of all, I don't know what you expect me, what you, what you expected to come back. And it's like, well, it's a given, isn't it? What do you mean it's a given? Wow, that's what happens on sites like this. Well, no, it's not. And this is the misconception. And this is the big, he's like, well, I get hundreds all the time. Well, that's nice for you. Have you ever asked anybody why? Well, no. Well, then you're not, you're not educating yourself into, and it just follows on and follows on. And it's like, you know, at the end of the day, I, I said to him, I says, I'm not, saying it's any way in shape or form in any way near as, as physical but it's just effectively you sexually harass me yeah yeah and we we tell people that yeah and he was like well i didn't mean to fast you're not offending me i'm just making did you know that he was like no i didn't know that and this is the thing and i think this is what a lot of people don't understand by sending those unwanted pictures of it could even be tits or or you know anything yeah by sending a sexually explicit photo to anybody that has asked for it you have effectively sexually assaulted them. Correct. You know, and, uh, and that's the ed- level of education people need. And he was shocked when I said that. And he was like, well, yeah, but lots of people do it to me, but it doesn't make it acceptable for you to do it to other people. No, you're Just right. Just because someone said it to you doesn't mean you can do it to other people. Uh, there, was a big, there was a big argument then, I think, that flowed from Twitter from that. Um, oh, you yeah, know, I think I remember going, this, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it kind of went back and forth, back and forth. And it's like, look, you know, if, you, if, if that's what you like, you like receiving those pictures, then there's nothing wrong with that. As long as you stipulate that within your profile, then there's nothing wrong with that. If you want random men to send you pictures of their cock, then it's great. That's, that's what you like. <laughs> that's, that's what you like. That's what you enjoy, knowing that you've got some man heart. That's, that's fine. As long as that's in your, you know, your bio, effectively, that you don't mind them. If, if you don't want them, you shouldn't have to put you don't want them. 100% agree. It's, it's interesting because actually we had a, a message on Fab the other day where they, the couple had sent us just pictures of their junk, pretty much. Uh, yeah. Both of them had sent the pictures of the junk and <laughs> there wasn't the face picture in there. And I said, well, okay, but what do you actually look like? <laughs> like, how can I make an informed choice about this? Because one assumes I'm going to have to speak to you at some point. And, and, yeah, well, yeah. and, and then they sent their, their face pictures and now I know why they sent pictures of their junk. <laughs> <laughs> but it goes, it's true, isn't it? It's like you, you don't, when you meet someone, you, you, you speak to the face, you, you, that's who you become attracted to. And, and often the, the rest of the body isn't quite so important. 
No, I think I think you'd be quite disturbed if you know if I'd have come to your social and just stood there looking at you, you know, trying to look at your cock all night, uh, you know, through your trousers. Going, I don't recognise that part yeah. of you. I don't recognise yeah. the face. I just I recognise that bit down there. Talk to the cock because the face ain't listening. <laughs> it's so difficult, and I can't emphasise enough to people. I I don't want to get to know you on the basis of your genitals. That's that's literally the furthest thing from my mind. I want to get to know the personality. I want to see where where is the 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 person and the, you know, the mind and why do I need to see a picture of your junk? It's just a baffling concept to me, but that's what you would decide to define yourself as. It's, it's yeah, such I mean, an interesting thing. But what I do yeah. want to say, I'm going to pay you another compliment here as well. <laughs> so bear with for a moment. One of the things that I, I do enjoy about Martin is that he is always supremely dressed. Yes, he does know how to <laughs> And one of the things that we found about men in the lifestyle, not just single guys, particularly the single guys, but actually men in a lifestyle, is they don't seem to make an effort. I mean, some do. Some but, do, but, but broad strokes. a lot strokes, could learn from him. <laughs> a lot of people could learn from dressing up yeah, in a I decent agree. way. Tell us about your fashion sense, mine. How's it that going? We know how much you iron shirts because we've seen that on the documentary. <laughs> <laughs> on the documentary? On the documentary. Where were you looking? The documentary. It's always talk of cocks. <laughs> she's, she's, she's got junk in her mind. She's got cock fever. It's, we're we're going to have to calm her down in a minute. I tell it's because you. you start to work five guys. <laughs> 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 I'm just saying we saw him ironing a lot. Yeah, I, I, I just think I, I the work I do working in in you know, warehousing, logistics and distribution. I don't get to wear a suit all that often. Now, when I do manage to get to an event where I can wear a suit, I'll put a suit on. Uh, it doesn't matter what suit it is, even if it's kind of, you know, a bit of a, a mismatch with a jacket and waistcoat. It's, you know, a three-piece suit. I will always put on a three-piece suit, even when I go to a club. Even when I go to a club on a normal Saturday night, no big event, I'll put my suit on. Because, you know, it makes me feel great. I love wearing a suit. And... I just think I'm trying to put my best self across and trying to make myself stand out from people. I go into a club, going to a swinging club with a suit on makes you stand out quite significantly. I agree. Uh, you know, yeah. and people always come and pay, pay, pay compliments to me. Oh, I like your suit, I nice suit. And it's great, you know, and that, and that makes me feel even better. And again, I've stood out from the other guys that are in there in tatty t-shirts, jeans, and maybe some sloppy trainers or something. Yeah, and, and and I think that's the big thing. And plus, if any nice ladies get cold, they can steal your jacket. Of course, and I've still got a waistcoat, so just keep off. <laughs> fiendish move, fiendish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I just think like I say, I think you know, you, you, everybody will see someone with their first impression, regardless of what they say. They will put put a good impression on what they look like. You know, we can all say, oh, I like the, I go for the personality. You, within the first five ten seconds, you'll know if you like someone because their personality. It's that instant look, what they look like. Do they look approachable? Do they look nice? Do they smell nice? And then it goes from there. So if you're not putting yourself on display effectively, like an advertisement, you know, you're a big billboard effectively, you're not giving yourself the best chance to be able to talk to people, let alone kind of be invited to, to have chats and things like that. It's interesting, actually, that you mentioned smelling nice because <laughs> what did you say, dear? When? <laughs> I need to speak carefully now. No, you're going to catch me out with something. No, no. You said that Martin smelt very nice. I did. He does. You, you can elaborate on that. Can I? Yeah. What can I say? Uh, what do you want to say? 
Well, I don't know what I should say now. <laughs> He's looking at me like, um... It's not a trap. It's I'm not Admiral Akbar. It's a trap. <laughs> it's not a trap. <laughs> I think it's a trap. It's not a trap. You I said s- he smiled lovely. There we go. Is that it? Well, that would, you didn't. You can elaborate on that if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely a trap. <laughs> it's definitely not. <laughs> and now she's made everyone feel strangely awkward. Even you, gentle listener, are feeling awkward for Mrs. H's face mm, right now. I did genuinely say that you smell amazing because you, you that night of the social. Yeah, absolutely. I was very drawn to that. We've met him a few times. He's not smelt very good every other time. I should <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> not yeah, true. I had to wash that night. All right. Just a towel. Just Smell a towel is in. really, really, really important. And like, it's, it's one of the first things I probably notice about people anyway, because when you lean in for a hug and, you know, you get a bit closer to someone, then it, it's having a nice smell about you makes you want to lean in closer. It makes you want to get to know you a bit more. So... You know, when you can't detect something nice smelling, then you're like, uh, kind of less interested, I suppose. I, I remember it, we, we played with a couple once. Oh, my God. And, and Mrs. H lent in and, um. and I saw a look on her face and I didn't know what was going on. And I, later on, we, we caught up after, uh, after some tomfoolery and she awful. was like, he didn't smell of anything at all. I'm still baffled. It was like the smell of death. Like no, just emptiness. Uh, right. He literally smelled of nothing. Nothing. Like not nothing. even so Nothing. Not, nothing. No- tralala. I am still baffled to this day. How do you have no like was he a vampire? I don't know. Like I don't know why that. There's smell. got to be some kind of the, you sure no, this was nothing. COVID and you were oh a bit This is well before COVID. Well before COVID. Genuinely, I couldn't and I kept leaning in thinking there'll be something, even if it's like shower gel or soap or, or something, or even like warm skin has an aroma of some kind. No, nothing. That's strange. It, it was, it left me quite devoid of that sense. Absence of smell. Yeah. So yeah. What you think perfume about is those, that, absence. But you know what, like you rely on your senses, don't you, to get you through things sometimes, not in a bad way, but in a positive way. I mean, I personally use things like my sense of smell will really like shape a um, a situation or an environment it will give me something you know either good or bad depending on how it smells and the same with you know hearing things and like you know being blindfolded then all your other senses are kind of being heightened to have no aroma at all really really left me kind of oh um i don't know what to do i'm i'm, I'm normally turned on by a nice smell and it's not happening so it really threw me <laughs> i'd imagine it would be quite disturbing to not have yeah. any smell at all of yeah. nothing at all D- that's just that's yeah. strange very very odd so i mean um, it can be like overpowering is obviously also not great but i think actually i would have taken that over the absence <laughs> of nothing <laughs> <laughs> you always smell lovely thanks like, it's yeah. so important isn't it well I, I i like to have a bit of a, a signature smell hints of mr h five folks. guys yeah, yeah. <laughs> five guys fucking <laughs> hell <laughs> You've got something on the brain. I'm not sure whether it's food or men, <laughs> but it's definitely something. I'm joking. <laughs> I, I think with, with, with things like smells, with perfume, especially in aftershave and things like that, there's, um, it takes time to find the right one for yours, mm. your body, your own natural odour. Because certain ones, you know, you might smell it on the little sticks that you get and stuff, that's really nice put it on you and it just doesn't smell anything like it because yeah. of your natural body odor which is why 
which is why I tend to stick with uh, Mont Blanc because it goes it, it accents my natural smell really well. So you know, and it's it lasts a lot longer than on my skin as well. So you find you only have to have a couple of sprays. So I wonder how many single guys are now out there looking for a suit, getting some mum <laughs> and beefing up their profile and waiting for those messages to roll and in. And hopefully deleting all their cockpits we from can only their hope. various uh, profiles. <laughs> I so. mean, look, if it stops them, if it stops them having profile pictures of just their gentleman sausage, then uh, it, it's perfectly fine. They can go and get themselves some nice suits. <laughs> so what would you suggest that um, men put as pictures on their profiles then rather than these gentleman sausages you're referring to i think just use your imagination i think you know there's there's so many different types of pictures you can do even even if you take inspiration from other people's from other men's photos that that seem to uh, get on with a lot of people then by all means go and do your own variation of that photo look at maybe some of the the top picks in, in Fab mm. Swingers or some of the most liked men's photos on, on Twitter that doesn't necessarily have gentleman sausage in and, and take inspiration from them. Take inspiration <laughs> from those and put your own spin on it, whether it is uh, a suit or half a suit or just trousers or anything like that. Just take inspiration from any other people's photos mm. and, and that, that's what they're for. And you'll find that the guys that you've taken that inspiration from are actually flattered that you've decided, oh, actually, I, I really like that photo. Let's take an inspiration from it. Uh, I got a lot of mine from the forum challenges on Fab Swingers, taking part in those and just kind of trying to think outside the box with some of the ones for books. You know, there's one of my most, one of my most fab pictures of me lying on a bed with some books around me with my trousers on. You know, and I sellotaped, I sellotaped my phone to the ceiling <laughs> I, I sellotaped my phone to the ceiling to oh, get that angle because you know, it's, it's obviously quite a, my arm's not that long it's not <laughs> that natural but things like that as as just you know trying to try to think outside the box of any kind of mm. photos i think it will always work well i think there's something to be said for having personality in your pictures and yeah. i think it's it can be harder to do that without putting your face out there but it's absolutely possible to do it um, and looking at inspiration, whether it's, you know, like you say, on fab or whether it's looking just at even like catalogs and stuff, just just yeah. to get an idea of different poses or how you how light can impact your picture or maybe do it in black and white or maybe put a fun filter on it. I say fun. Don't put those stupid little icons and everything else on it and color pops. I'm sick to death of fucking color pops. Oh, my God. Thank you really hate color pops. Yeah, I just I've seen too many of them now. I've, I'm <laughs> done with the color pop thing but uh, you know all of these things are absolutely possible and things like halloween are a great opportunity because if you're in costume you're like oh let's take a picture of of my costume because that's a talking point and that gives people an in to go oh wow i saw on your profile you know that you've got a picture of you dressed up as i don't know such and such from battlestar galactica or maybe you you've you've mentioned something that you'd like in your profile and it just gives them an in to to explore a conversation with you and that's so that makes things so much easier. Mm. Do you have yeah, a that's... costume of Battlestar Galactica somewhere? Do I? No, mm. no, I don't. I don't think I've ever dressed up as. There Thank is a, God. literally <laughs> in in the video camera. Martin can see this this the edge of a Star Trek uniform hung up. Oh yes, yes, yes. I can, yes. that's the arm. You're <laughs> that correct. Is, that is the arm of a wolf costume. Next to that is actually a Freddie Mercury costume. 
And if there's one thing that, that swinging has taught us is that you need a fuck ton of costumes to get by. I mean, they're not, you don't have to have them, but they can be really fun element yeah, of... Um, exactly swinging. that. So before we wrap things up, Martin, uh, are, there, are there any other top tips that you would offer to single guys in the lifestyle? I think a lot of it is don't be too forward, shall we say. Find out you want. Gauge what you want from, from the lifestyle. If it is just a quick one, I'll make you, then I don't think the lifestyle's for you. To be fair, if you want to make friends and have people that effectively will become more family and lasting relationships with the most honest and open people in the world, and you know, sex is kind of in the background, then it's definitely the lifestyle for you. There's always going to be a lot of pushbacks. There's always going to be a lot of negatives. You just have to kind of roll with it and, and go with it. If you're doing it for an ego boost, then you ain't going to get that ego boost at all. And I think that's what a lot of guys will try and do, especially now that over the past year or so, now that we are out of lockdown, everything's kind of merging back to normal. A lot of guys kind of like, well, I've started on this thing. Let's, let's try and see if I can keep going and keep trying to, 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 to get the end away, so to speak. And it's like, it doesn't work like that. I think that's the massive misconception that a lot of single guys have. Just be patient. Use it as a, a tool to make friends and get yourself out there and get yourself to actual clubs. Yes, it's a bit more expensive for a single guy, but it's because you are a niche market. You're not what everybody wants and you don't want a towel, you know, a towel invader. Wandering around. <laughs> Nobody wants a zombie shuffle wanker whatsoever in a club. No, no one wants that. No one likes that. If they do, I think it might be in the wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> but also, don't do that in Sainsbury's, just putting that out there. Oh, yes. Yeah, Aldi's fine. Aldi's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're doing that while you're walking around Sainsbury's, then you've definitely took a wrong turn somewhere. Exactly. Exactly that, mate. Martin, <laughs> it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on and to chat with you again. Um, I, I love the fact that Mrs. H is still thinking about perfume and stumbling over whatever it was she was going to say there. It's definitely a trap. It's definitely yeah. a trap. Mm. Um, where, <laughs> where can people find you in the world? If they want to follow Martin, is there a place where they can go and and kneel down before you and wow. give you the praise that you so rightfully deserve? Worship you. <laughs> Worship uh, your gentleman yeah, so I'm on, I'm Well, yeah, I'm on Fab Swingers as Moreno0969 and also on Twitter as Martin Memcar. Fantastic. Folks, give him a follow. Please do. You'll, you'll enjoy the conversation when he's around and about and he's chatting. He's always a delight. Yeah, he is. So thank you very much for joining us. Well, Mrs. H, do you want to do your thing? I do. Thank you for hopping into our bed. Oh, oh yeah. she told me recording oh. in progress. Is <laughs> that you? <laughs> also, I apologise. I'm in pyjamas. Actually, I'm not even sorry. I'm not sorry. Ah, that's right. Thanks, that, babe. That, you know, it's... Adding so much. so much value with She me. got them and she's like, these are so soft. And literally, she sort of was like, just, just feel the, just <laughs> feel them. And literally, she was almost going... They're literally the softest things I've ever put on me. <laughs> Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't know. You've met a few guys after a few drinks and 
Oh my god! <laughs> you make it sound like I like surrounded myself with soft fallacies or something. It wouldn't surprise me. Although, do you remember that time when I th- I told you I revealed that you'll laugh at this? I told Simon that I thought when I was younger, penises. I hope your little man's not around still. Um, penises are, are furry, like all the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, I was just about to say. I genuinely thought the hair went all the way, like not just in the ball area. I thought it went all the way at the shaft and then all the way at the top. And then I thought the entire Willy was gonna be furry. <laughs> There's some moments when you're really glad that you've hit the cold already, and this oh my God. is one of them. Yeah, yeah, this this is definitely yeah, it's definitely one yeah, of the, uh, the extras. Sure. Turns out they are not. Anything else you'd like to confess to? Oh God, yeah. no, now I know you're recording. 